I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I understand how scary this world can be. And so that, I think, that horror story that we all hear is one of the big reasons why people have anxiety around social media. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 136. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're chatting about social media boundaries and the anxiety around social media with our guest from our last show, Lauren Litt of Little Shameless Bug Plug. But before we go any further, what are you drinking today, Jesse? I'm actually just enjoying some nice water to keep hydrated. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the other day, you know, I woke up. I don't know why. Don't know why I woke up and I felt very like swole. And so I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think I'm not drinking enough water or I'm retaining water. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably a little too much information for our audience. But no, no, um, no. You know what? Come I- back next week for another <laughs> cocktail suggestion. There we go. You know what I have every morning? Um, and Alex has it too. We started it when I uh got pregnant with Aurora because I was having a really hard time like staying hydrated is liquid IV. Mm. And they're actually really good. Really, no, really I don't good. know if I've ever heard of it. It's it's an electrolyte drink, but what you do is it like comes in little tube packets and you just you get like a 16.9 ounce bottle of water take a sip out of the top pour it in and shake it up and mm. i've been having one of those every morning almost every morning for the past several months and and um while i will not say it has completely um cured me of my perpetual dehydration i just seem to always be dehydrated it still helps and at mm. least it's a good way to wake up in the morning and it, it like because it, it has like a, a good taste so obviously yeah. it's got a little sugar in there um, so it kind of gives me that zing. Sometimes when I wake up, you know, with Aurora, uh, it's been long, long nights. So sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, and after drinking that, I start yeah. to feel like, I mean, it's it's I, I can't really drink coffee. I love my tea, but, you know, coffee provides you really with that jolt. And that without having any caffeine, it almost gives you that jolt. Mm. So. Nice. I've been appreciating it. So that's, that's, uh, I think they have like cocktail flavors too. I get them at Costco where it's like very, very simple, but you can like get like mojito ones and stuff like that. Ooh. So yeah, I know. I want to try it. I, yeah. I, wanna, I really want to find one of those and add it to my repertoire. But mm. all right. Well, anyways, uh, let's get into our discussion with our guest, Lauren Litt of Little Shameless Plug. Lauren Litt is the owner and lead social media manager at Little Shameless Plug. Uh, It's a social media and management company dedicated to the curation and creation of quality content. Last episode, we had Lauren on to discuss the mistakes we make when it comes to social media. And today she's going to talk to us and dive into how we can set boundaries and avoid anxiety that surrounds social media when we're posting, creating content. So we're super happy to have her back on the show. If you hadn't listened to our last episode, listen into that. And uh, let's welcome Lauren to the show today. Thank you so much for having me back, ladies. Yeah, we are excited to get into this. You know, we kind of you kind of alluded to this in the last episode about 
Uh, well, first, you know what? First off, what are you drinking this time? And then we'll get into it. This time. Well, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to tonight. This is my new thing because it just started to feel like fall here in the Pacific Northwest. And I am a bourbon girl. My family's from Louisville, Kentucky. So my new thing is a little bit of bourbon at night with from Trader Joe's, a dark chocolate peanut butter cup. <sighs> I love their dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Stop. They have best. some in the cabinet right now. Yeah. We'll oh, put them in the I, fridge. I can't keep them. A bite and then a, a little sip of bourbon. It's my new favorite thing. I'm telling you, um, I, as I mentioned last time, bourbon scares me a little bit. It's not like a, I'm more of a gin girl. So I, I can I, get behind gin. I yep. Can. Yep. Yeah. I know. What so, about champagne? Get anybody? Yes. Anyone? Okay. Look. All right. All <laughs> it's right. like, I, am, I the, am I the only one? The bubbles. I am here for the bubbles. All right. I'm always all right. here for the bubbles. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as I, as I started saying before we had to get into the drink, because we have to get that Very done. important. Yeah. Very important. You kind of alluded to this last time in terms of the the anxiety piece about, you know, sometimes, and we had, Jesse and I chimed in, done is better than perfect. You know, sometimes people feel a little overwhelmed with social mm-hmm. media and it kind of keeps them away um, from actually posting. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, in, first of all, why does social media sometimes result in so much anxiety from content creators and entrepreneurs? Well, um, I find that I started my company, Little Shameless Plug, because I actually don't like social media. That's kind of the not so secret secret about my life. Um, I am also an actor. Yeah. Um, and years and years and years ago, I was doxxed for of all things, like a commercial I was in, like so stupid, the reason why it happened, but I had people saying horrible things about me online, taking pictures off of my, MySpace page, calling me a drunk. They posted my phone number and people were calling me and leaving scary messages. Like I understand how scary this world can be. And so that, I think that horror story that we all hear is one of the big reasons why people have anxiety around social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm particularly suited to help people with this because I'm like, look, I've been there. I understand it. And I've actually set up a lot of gu- guide rails for myself so that I feel safe, not only from what a platform does to your brain and the up and down, you know, the dopamine hits that we get, but also I've educated myself about them so that I'm able to harness all of this power that this free medium has for each of us and use it for good. Because what I don't want is to leave social media up to the people who are the bullies of the world. You know, like we can't just turn it over to them and be like, well, it's a lost cause. Like there's so much good that can be done by sharing your message. So the two buckets that I see people have anxiety around are either this fear of bad blowback online, we'll say, whether it's, you know, racism or it's just like, oh, someone's going to call me fat in my picture that's one of the buckets of anxiety. And the other one is this, like, I don't know what the buttons do. So (laughs) those are the two different buckets of people. And, you know, we, I help people on either spectrum of that through those things, because if you're not doing social media, it's not as easy as just sitting down to do it. There's a reason why you're not doing it. That makes so much sense. And goes so much deeper than I thought we were going to get in this conversation, quite honestly. I'm sorry. No, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. That's that's a really tough thing. I 
I was, I, you know, it's funny. I've actually never had that issue online. I mean, I was one of those kids that was always bullied, uh, you know, when I was younger, but like, but like, I've never had to go through it online. And that must be just so much worse in so many ways, because I feel like people just, they feel like because they're not in your face, they're behind a computer screen. Mm -hmm. They can get so much more um, ruthless and nasty, you know, because let's face it, they're cowards right there. Um, So what ends up, I mean, since you've experienced this, what ends up happening to those people who experience this anxiety? Yeah, it's, it's really rough. And, you know, if you look at my Instagram profile, you'll see like my face is not my main picture, which is one of the things that I always recommend people do, but I'm not there yet. I'm not to like, I put my face in content. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like we're, we're growing. It's been a 10 year experience here, but I'm going to get past it. Um, it is a process. And so I think the very first step, if it's something that you're like, I'm afraid X, Y, or Z is going to happen. Um, the first step is saying, okay, if that were to happen, what am I going to do? Uh, one of our clients uh, a couple years ago was a big advocate for the LGBTQ space. And she had a lot of those people in her community. And so we would frequently, unfortunately, deal with people coming on and saying horrible things about mm-hmm. people in the community. And so we had to put together a plan. And the plan went something like, hi, horrible her person who left this terrible comment, you know, uh, we don't allow hate speech here on my, on my profile. So if you do it again, you will be blocked. And the reason why we didn't just delete the comment is if you simply pretend like the hate doesn't exist, you're gaslighting yourself and others in your community, you know, whether it is specifically because I was an actress with red curly hair and people hated that. I don't know why, or if it's, you know, because of the color of your skin or the person that you love, by ignoring it, we're all pretending like it doesn't exist and it does exist. So that particular client, one of the times that we had to stand up and and do that on her profile, this person reached out into the DMs. I always get like really, like, it was so beautiful. The person said, I've been being bullied by this person for like months now, and I've had a hard time sleeping and I've had suicidal thoughts. And thank you so much because I don't feel alone anymore. Wow. Mm. wow. That's, That's the really power that powerful. we have, yeah. how we can take these bad things, right? And turn them yeah. into something beautiful. So have a plan if you are afraid of hate online, <laughs> because we can turn it around, you know, like that probably prevented that person from something horrible yeah. or thinking something awful yeah. about themselves. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really tough one. It's funny. I, you know, I just said, I never had that issue. I ha- I did have one situation where, um, it was during Pride Month a couple of years ago, and there's a place around us that had um, all different um, rainbows painted. Members they had members of the community paint these rainbows, and they put oh, them in cute. the lawn. Yeah. It was really cute. And you know, I go over there, and my daughter loves rainbows. And you know, she was like two, a little more older than two at the time. So I took this cute video of her like running through the the rainbows and everything. She was just loving it, and so I posted about it. And, um, I did have somebody say, sure, um, have, have the toddler promote the, um, LGBTQ agenda, 
or something like it was like criticizing me as a mother for, you know, letting my child run through a bunch of, you know, rainbows that stood for something very important. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to teach my child about, you know, that there are all kinds of people in this world that, you know, have that are just maybe different from her and that we shouldn't be afraid of that or bully that we should Mm -hmm. be accepting and loving and kind. So um, just, wow. I mean, that is, that is really powerful that, that social media kind of has, I mean, as you, as you said, you know, um, that has that power, it can be very detrimental in some ways. And that, Mm -hmm. as I said, you can be that bully behind the computer screen, or it can be uh, empowering and and help people realize that they aren't alone. So, yeah. And absolutely. Once you've done that, block them if they continue, Mm -hmm. which they sometimes do, but, um, all of the platforms are getting a lot more sophisticated to help you as well. You can have keywords that you don't allow, you know, you can have, you can have profiles that like, Oh, if they ever use that email again, they're never allowed back. So there's a lot of ways you can protect yourself because it is unfortunately one of the bad things about social media, but that kind of leads into our, our next question. Uh, other than those, those filters, are there any tools or tips that you have, um, to help overcome kind of those feelings of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And let me this, just, let me add on like yeah. another scenario because coming from the bully side, but also in my experience as a brand photographer, a lot of my clients, they may not be experiencing the anxiety related to like the, the blowback or the comments. It's more about like personal insecurities sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, from that lens as well, like if people are just, especially if they're a personal brand and they have anxiety about showing up personally and which is very important when you are a personal brand. So um, again, how, you know, how do we overcome that from that lens as well? So those would be more of the education people that I'm thinking of, because a lot of the time when you have that anxiety of like, oh, I just don't know what to say, or I I don't want to appear vain, you know, like, or whatever it is that we get in our heads. I don't like my face. I don't like my voice flash. Nobody <laughs> likes their face or voice unless they're a narcissist. Like you just don't. So congratulations. Yeah. You're human. Welcome to a full <laughs> world. Um, but for those people, I really lean in heavily on the education of the platform. So we pick a platform. How does this platform work? Right. Once we understand how the platform works, then we can say, okay, where's your comfort level? And let's get you to, okay, if, if you've never posted in the last six months, let's start posting once a month. Now that feels comfortable. Let's bump it up to once a week. Um, and the other thing that I find, which is a big switch for people, is to put on the men- mindset, how do I help my client? Because it's really not about you. You know, It's about how you're helping them. That's why you're on this platform. So if you can focus on what does my client need to hear today? What is the thing that's going to move the needle for them? All of a sudden that self-consciousness kind of goes away. This is the big trick when I assist people with going live for the first time as well. You know, it's like, we really focus on what is the message? How are you going to impact your community? And when they're focusing on that, they're not worried about what my face looks like in that little box, you know? So it's, it's, it's that two pronged approach of like, okay, how do I actually do this? And what is my message to make an impact? And then would you go so far as to like, then also have that plan if this person is particularly anxious about the blowback, about the comments, having that plan in place. So it kind of coincides, it's like, you know, tackling both sort of fears at once. 
Yeah. Like if you bought a blouse from Target and someone's decided that they're going to be angry at fast fashion and, and come after you, you know, you can be like, Hey, get your point. But also I don't allow hate speech on my, on my platform. It's not allowed. So say it again and you're gone. Like this it. is your space and your community. So yeah, I love that. That's, I've been, I love I've been, that. Go ahead, Kate. No, I love that because it is our space. And, you know, I think sometimes we kind of forget that. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for validation from others so that when something bad comes along, we just kind of shrink back. And I think we need to recognize that it is our space. So good, good point. Yeah. It's our little, our little clubhouse. Like if you had a clubhouse, who would you want in it? You know, not the mean bully. Go away. No, I probably want just myself at this point. (laughs) I'm, I I don't have I have a newborn that doesn't sleep very well. So I just, I'd take a nap. That's what I would do in my, in my clubhouse. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, uh, boundaries is something that we've talked a, about on the show before yes. and setting boundaries. And this isn't like a question that we specifically asked, but like when you're working with a client that you have, or if you were just to sort of educate, you know, the world on this, you know, when someone, let's say, is at a point where they're like, I, I need to take. I need to step back. Like I need to just walk away. Like I need to set some boundaries. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that anxiety can come along with that because they're like, I know I need this break. I need to set this boundary, but then all the what ifs are starting to go through the mind. But what if I come back a month later and like my audience just forgets who I am or every, but like, where, where is my content, you know, going to stand at that point? So you know, but I know that setting boundaries is super and super important. So if someone's listening here and thinking like, I need to take a break from social media, but how can I come back? Or how can I do it in a way that's like, not going to give me anxiety, like more anxiety about taking that break? Totally. Um, I like to set people up for success. So if you're like, I got to take a break one, if you set it up so that you are actually not letting the marketing rule you, but you're ruling your marketing, like I have four hours a month and that's how much time I'm spending. You won't get burnt out because you're not going to overextend yourself. But look, we've all been there. (laughs) I get there frequently too. Like I'm overwhelmed. I'm not a Mm -hmm. big proponent of the, like, I have to leave post. I feel like it's very dramatic. And, you know, like people are like, okay, yes. Like, thanks for the moment. Too bad there's not the door, you know, the door sound from AIM, the AOL (laughs) messenger. Oh my God. Yes. Totally forgot um, about that. I'm out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like peace. Um, What I do want you to do though, if you're like, you know what? I don't know that I, I need a break. I need a couple of weeks off, whatever. Make sure that there is a post up towards the top, either you're pinning it, or maybe it's just a post that you're doing that leads to your lead magnet or your website or whatever, something that talks about a way that people can get connected with you. And that way, the last piece of content there is that funnel through to where you need it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you need to say in that post, like, Hey, I'll be gone, you know, from December 1st through December 31st, whatever, say it, but we don't need to have the big, like I'm taking a break from social media for a while. Like put the post that's going to help the other people because it's about them. It is not about you, believe it or not. And then take the time you need. And don't worry if it's a month, three months, six months, you need to take care of you first. Otherwise there will be no business. There will be no time and space for clients. So. I love that idea. And yes, I agree. It's every time you see those very dramatic, I'm leaving the space. It's kind of like, okay, okay. Well, and then they're always back. 
they're always like, I, I won't be on Instagram anymore. And you're like, I'm, see yeah. you in three months. <laughs> well, like, it used to be like a big thing when people were like, I'm deactivating my account. Yes. Yeah. But I also find that people that are gone, like I don't even know they're gone or they've been yeah. gone until they come back. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Salsa hasn't posted in a while. And they just posted. Like, yeah. then I make the connection. So like, and it doesn't bother me, but I know that it can give people anxiety, like almost for no reason. Yeah. Like people aren't going to be Absolutely. like that upset that you're gone per se. And half the people probably won't even like notice that you're gone. Unless like, like the only way I like, I sometimes I notice like if people are posting less is like their story highlights, like just are like, I'm like the normal people that are in my like first three story highlights haven't been there in a while. Like, where are they? Where'd they go? I miss them. And then they come back and you're just happy they're back. You're not exactly. like, I'm so pissed off at you for being gone. Exactly. Three days. Where were you? Exactly. Where were you? Yeah. Okay. We're all going to be okay. We're all going to be good. But yeah. And I think that what you just said is a reminder we're not like when we're all on social media, we're not thinking about you. We're thinking about ourselves. I'm sorry. That's just how human beings are set up. Like we're very self-centered yeah. beings. Um, it helps us take care of our young. It helps us create communities, whatever, but don't worry about other people. Cause they're not worried about you. Exactly. Very true. I mean, sad, but true. I mean, I mean you know what, maybe like, you don't not be worried from that. worried about you from your business perspective. They may be yeah, personally worried if they know mm-hmm. you in person and if they're a client and you're like, oh my gosh, they haven't posted like what's going on, but it's not going to be at the forefront of their mind. Yeah, true. Okay. And it's going to be right. with a kind and compassionate air, not like, oh, God, that person doesn't have it together. Nobody's thinking. That. <laughs> right. Like, this is kind of turned into like a therapy session here. I like welcome. it. I'm enjoying yeah. it. <laughs> welcome. welcome to the deep work of little shameless plugs. <laughs> well, well, now speaking of little shameless plug, plug, why don't you uh, plug that away? Where can people find more about you? <laughs> Ooh, come. So I try and practice what my I preach, meaning I have a hero platform, one platform that I spend the majority of my time on, which is Instagram. So come on over and join me on Instagram. My handle is at lauren.lit. That's L-I-T-T. And if you come and join me, um, please take my social happy cocktail quiz. You're going to find that in the link in my bio. I adore this quiz so much. Over the next several months, I am making these fake cocktails that I made up for you all into real life cocktails. Follow along if this is your journey too. Um, but yeah, I, I just really find that this is, I created this so that you can release your inhibitions online and get connected with your ideal clients with as little effort as possible. So if that sounds good to you, come on over, have a good time, grab your cocktail and get started. I love it. Hey, we're both going to be taking the quiz. So we'll have to follow up with you on that. I, uh, I'm excited. You gotta let me know. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I think our audience is going to find both of your episodes super, super valuable. And I, as Kate mentioned as well, I am super excited to take that quiz. I can't wait to find out what my cocktail is. Well, cheers, (laughs) ladies. Cheers to you as well. So I'll reiterate what I say. Like it's, you know, I'll I'll spend all this time creating something for a brand, you know, real or putting together a series of pictures. And I'm always scared. My, my anxiety stemmed from being scared of posting that and not getting any kind of response. Um, so I really appreciate what she had to say about the engagement part of 
posting, you know, it's, it's a, it's a relationship. Um, you don't just post and, and get off the, which I am so guilty of. I just post and I get off of there because I'm like, all right, I've done it. It's good. And I think that's part of my anxiety is I'm like, okay, it's done. Like, whew, and I just mm-hmm. want to close out that app. Um, and then like, I'll go back and I'll be scrolling through and I'm like, well, why hasn't anybody really liked my photo? And why haven't I gotten any comments and why this and why that? And it's because I haven't been like, I'll, I'll go on just like for, you know, entertainment and go on and like things and comment on things. But I don't think of it as I haven't thought of it as part of my strategy, really, um, which mm-hmm. is, as I said, I think that's all been contributing to that anxiety. So thanks, Lauren. I <laughs> know I completely I completely agree. I think, you know, I am definitely in the wheelhouse of like done is better than perfect. And sometimes to a fault where I may like prematurely, like I could have taken maybe another like moment to review what I've said to check the typos to check the grammar. But like, at the end of the day, you know, that's your style done, you know, done is better than perfect. But I will also admit that, you know, I don't engage as often I will say most recently I've been posting in the app like live and just coming posting too. posting when I feel like it and yep. I I do feel like I have been and I actually haven't even been using hardly any hashtags either I don't think any for a couple posts and I've been getting a lot of engagement with these posts because I think I'm on the app I think Instagram like and we had someone mention that something about posting and like maintaining like presence in the app when your when your post goes live if you do reschedule yeah. it. So I feel like that I could, you know, I'm, I'm definitely gonna, doing everything wrong. Yeah. No, no, you're not doing everything wrong. I think it's just I think it's baby steps. I think it's just, you know, again, keeping things into perspective. But uh we definitely learned a lot from Lauren and it was a pleasure to have her on the show. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna have a lot of takeaways from this one. Yeah, check out both our episodes, both this one and the last one for some really great information. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. You can check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation, or you can email us, cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews. You can follow me on Instagram at fashionablykateandco. And I'm Chessie Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Chessie Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Thank you.